Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark, and just love to touch some base, talk some shop today on the Winners Find a Way show as I am in lovely Los Angeles, California. And I had a very interesting week this week, and I just want to talk a little bit about some of the questions I got this week, we had a talk on leadership and developing of our teams with a group, which was a fabulous event and really enjoyed our time there. And one of the things that came up that really intrigued me was the language around being a team, around being, hey, we're really close knit. We work as a team. We want to be a team. All these things are very important and really honor that. I think that's really important. And many organizations choose to use the word like, hey, we operate like a family. And that's very important. And when I think about that, I thought, man, you know, like, that's really awesome. I think a lot of people think a lot of positive things when they think, what about being a family, like all those things that come in? And what's that mean to somebody? For me, that means a bunch of things that are awesome. Like I came from a great family. And now it wasn't perfect, for sure. There was some good things or challenging things. There were some things along the way for sure. But, you know, I had a really rich environment for developing and learning and two great parents and growing up. So it was fabulous. But I also recognized that through many years of just working with individuals and coaching, not everybody got a great chance to have this great family environment. So as I look at that language around that, I think there's some danger in building up a we are family type of environment at work. A lot of people see it as stressful. There also is a, a connotation of emotionality that comes in. There's also a connotation of intimacy inside a family that we separate sometimes from work. And actually, you know, some of those challenges are serious HR challenges at work sometimes, right? So we have to address that. So I pretend, I prefer to lean away from family at work. Even though I've worked with a lot of family businesses who are actually family and they're, most of them are very diligent about having, you know, rules of engagement and communication at work that can be very different from what things are like on the weekends when they're all at the lake house and barbecuing with friends and family together. That may look very different and that language may be very different. So rules of engagement are so important. When I think about, as we develop leadership, we talk about the language of leadership. And that's probably one of the most important things you can help develop in your organization is what is that language that you want to permeate from the top all the way through your organization. So it's consistent across every measure of the organization that becomes 
so important. And so I just encourage you today to think about that. The other side of the rules of engagement, as we get, we develop a language of leadership, we develop, hey, what are our core values? What are those things? How do we engage well? What is our language? Are we going to use team? Are we going to use family? What's going to be around that when we, when we move forward as building that organization together? And then of course, what's our going to, you know, the biggest rule of rules of engagement around employees and teams is typically around conflict, which is what do we do to put together our rules of engagement around conflict? And a couple just quick highlights for me to have our rules of engagement is there is going to be conflict. So if we're not planning for that, that, that seems crazy to me, right? Like there's going to be conflict. So how do we do that well? And how do we do that productively? Most conflict tends to be not very productive. It actually starts slowing process, creates more inefficiencies. Our job is to actually have solid productivity and productive conflict. And so if we do that, you know, one of the first things we get around rules of engagement is, is as the organization lays that out and follows that foundation consistently, we see trust is built in the organization around leaders, around language, around how we carry ourselves, consistency, all these things. And there's ways to build that trust, of course. And so then when we have that, the team leans towards what is the best truth. What's the best path forward for us, right? So I like Patrick Lencioni's comment that his quote that says, hey, if we have trust, then the conflict is really just a search for the best option or truth that we're looking for. And I'm paraphrasing that here, but that's what we're doing now. And I can leave my ego at the door and so can my counterpart at work. And we're just looking to, Hey, how do we get this best from my lens? This is what I think would be the best way. And from her lens, this is the way she thinks that would be the best way to go. And so now we got to come together and go, wow, those are experiences are really interesting. I didn't have those experiences. That's an interesting perception that you have on how that might look to folks. And that changes how we're in and vice versa. She's like, whoa, I didn't have that kind of team experience in my life that you had. This is changing my dynamic of how I might look at this. And then somewhere we find a common ground in what we're both looking at. Oftentimes both being some level of right. And oftentimes both having some level we knew adjust in our own limited viewpoints and that's okay. So when we do that, how does that work? Uh, one is, is when there's conflict, have a rule of engagement of how that looks like, Hey, we do disagree. How can we do that? Well, Especially, I'm going to look at some of the higher levels of conflict where it gets emotional and people are getting involved quickly. Look at the fact of disengaging and stepping away from it because, you know, emotional damage is done all the time with words that were set out of an emotional response and it's not effective and it's not fact based. And so we really want to deal with the facts, with what we know, with our own experiences and not with opinions or emotions or what we feel might be. So we don't want to deal with it. So we may need to take a break. I always like the sleep on it method, you know, 24 hour rule. Let's take a step break. We don't agree with this. Let's agree that we don't agree. Let's take a break and, and have a rest overnight and then take a look at it in the next day. And I think that's really important. That's really been a big rule for youth sports is 24 hour rule. If you don't like what the coach is doing or you don't like what happened in the game, Give it 24 hours and then we'll have a conversation. And often what that eliminates is any emotional, high risk conversation. We really get focused in on logic, facts, 
and what we can do to address a challenge. And also it gives us time to see some other lenses and maybe even discuss with a trusted advisor or friend on the points you may make and get an organized plan, which I think is really important. So that's one. Two, once we get together, I like having a, the leader or you know someone in a leadership position moderate the event so that they have a direct involvement, want to hear both sides, give each person a chance to hear their side, five, 10 minutes where they just get uninterrupted. Here's what I'm thinking. This is why I think what I think. I want to help you understand my lens. And the other challenge is that person who does not agree with it is just challenged to listen for understanding because they're going to get their turn to speak their piece of why they think this is the way to go and why they would do it the way they would and what they promoted. And they want the same respect, right? I want to be heard and understood. So, you know, this is a two-way street. If people can't play well in that and be professional, interrupt, blame, do some things during that time, you know, they're just going to have to be excused from the conversation. If it's only for a brief period, I usually use a two or three strike rule there where if you do it once, you know, two or three times and you just can't hold out, you know, you're going to excuse yourself from the conversation. You're not going to be involved in the decision and the process of getting to the right point and getting to the solution. So a professional handles themselves. And if we err, right, we're human. So if I interrupt someone speaking, that's an error. That's me letting my emotions, I'm not listening. And so I would take a break at that point as the moderator and say, Hey, we need a break. Trent, not okay. You know, you're, you're, it's your time to listen. You can't interrupt or make an, you know, an accusation, which a lot of people do. Well, that's not true, right? Like people are saying something and they interrupt with that's not true. That's a challenge. You're just listening and that's all you're trying to do. So it is not easy, but there are rules of engagement around it that can make a lot of sense. And when you do that, take a break. Explain what just happened. Say, Trent, can't interrupt. Let's come back and try to just hold and listen for your time. Then you're going to get your time and you want that. I found that if you can get to that first 10 to 20 minutes of initial, each other explaining their positions, you are about 80% of the way to solution. People really just want to be heard. They want to talk through it. And by the way, there's a ton of learning in 10 minutes of why someone, if you just listen to someone, why they chose, there's a ton of learning for someone else going, well, even though I may not agree with it, I certainly now understand your position and your lens and why you thought that would be a good idea for us to move forward. That and that's to be understood is a big deal. So I think the rules of engagement there are really important. And then, of course, at the end, we are looking for a solution in that last 20 percent, which is how do we do it well and how do we move forward? Sometimes the moderator needs to get involved. Sometimes it's more clear and we have clarity going forward. And that's easy enough and exciting. So other times a decision needs to be made and a leader has the authority to say, hey, this is what I think is best. I agree that we can't agree on this. I understand that this is what I think best. And now I don't need your agreement. I just need your alignment that this is the way we're going to move forward. And by the way, moving forward is not permanent just because we choose this way. And let's say they choose my counterparts solution over mine and to be in alignment with that. I don't have to agree with it, but I have to support it. Once we go out back into our organization as a team, I support that 100%. I don't talk about, well, you know, they didn't take my idea, so that's not fair. Like, there's no reason to pout. There's no reason to get involved. And by the way, if we go a month down the line and it's not working and we need to adjust it, the leader can make an adjustment. We can go back and go, you know what? This isn't the working the way I thought it would. Let's take Trent's suggestion. Let's blend this suggestion together. Take some of Trent's suggestions and implement some of the things. Let's see if we can make 
the adaptation that we need. We're not really getting to the solution we'd hoped. Great. But we, I, I think in conflict, you know, sometimes we just need to check our ego at the door, right? So I encourage you to draft up some rules of engagement for your team around leadership language, around how we carry ourselves, our values, and then, of course, how we conflict and do it productively. Because your organization, your people, your vendors, and your clients will all benefit from doing this really well. And I speak all the time to many groups, and I ask the question all the time, how many companies have rules of engagement around conflict? And typically, it's 2 to 3%. It's a low number. Yeah, some of the biggest inefficiencies in our organizations revolve around that conflict and getting it done and how it permeates. And we get a bunch of attrition out of that because people leave the organization because their feelings are hurt because we're not doing it well. The boss doesn't seem to be managing it. I don't like the way it was handled. In fact, it wasn't handled or it was handled in a very autocratic way. So we get all these uh, interpretations of what conflict is. And let's face it. If we're in business, there's going to be conflict. That's what you're hired for. There's challenges and they hired you and brought you in because in organizations that have challenges, you're supposed to be resolving the challenges. So challenges create conflict. And so if you don't think there's going to be any in your life, I don't like your chances. (laughs) So for out there, just a quick snippet today on the Winners Find a Way show on leadership, rules of engagement, language between team and family environments at our organizations. And I just encourage you to be great out there today. Look for us on the Winners Find a Way show every Friday, 1230 p.m. Eastern and 930 a.m. Pacific, as well as our new brand, Athletic Influencer Marketing and the AIM NIL community, where we're helping college athletes be young entrepreneurs, learn their brands. And we're super excited about that. So come join us, follow us and learn more. It's been time in the space for for athletes like myself going through that many, many moons ago. Super excited to blend my probably two biggest passions, which is sport and entrepreneurship into our AIM network. So please look for us, join us, and excited to see you next time on the Winners Find a Way Show. See you then. Need to hydrate but tired of plain old water? You need rebellious infusions. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. 10 organic flavors and convenient liquid packets. Just add 16 ounces and you are on your way. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Thank you for listening to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.